0: Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray that you'll hide me behind the cross. Let your glory be revealed. Give us revelation, illumination, inspiration, and impartation, Lord. Renew our minds. Transform our thinking, our stinking thinking, Lord God. Remove the ends, the automatic negative thought syndrome. And I pray that we, Lord God, will walk in a higher level of faith, higher level of illumination, higher level of maturity, higher level of spiritual authority. May we walk in our full identity and inheritance in you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, help us stay focused. Remove all distraction so we may do the will of the Father by giving glory to the Son. In Jesus' name,
1: amen. So, today's
0: sermon is called The Mega, The Mega Recap, right? And then this is George Lopez, member, you member. And so, we're going to go over some sp- past sermons I preached recently just to remind you, put it back in your mind, because you guys are geniuses, right? So, this is a scripture I love, and Sister Stacy reminded me. And I want to thank God for Sister Stacy for her, her spiritual insights and her memory. And so Proverbs 12, 27 says, a lazy person doesn't even cook the game like the animal. They catch, but the diligent make use of everything they find. Oh, I got to read that again. You got to scribble a note. I know you have a notepad next to you, right? You got to scribble a note. That's, that, this is a word for somebody. This is a word for somebody that their name has a vowel. <laughs> Everybody, amen? Amen. Proverbs 12, 27, a lazy person doesn't even cook. The, like like people go hunting for blessings, hunting for, for breakthroughs, and they don't even cook it, fam. Right? I, like all the kids say in high school, let him cook. Let him cook, right? You're not even cooking what the Lord has put. There's food at home. This revelation at home. Stop chasing conferences. Stop chasing all these self-help books. When you already have the impartation inside of you, you're looking for a new word. You didn't even use the old word. A lazy person doesn't even cook the game they catch. But the diligent, oh, put your hand in your heart say, Lord, make me diligent. My destiny is tied to my diligence. But the diligent makes use of everything they find. I love that scripture. Praise the Lord. Matthew 7:24 to 25. Anyone who listens to my teachings and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on a solid rock. Though the rain come in torrents and the flood waters rise, and the wind beat, beats against the house, it won't collapse because built on a bedrock. And James 1:22. But just don't listen to God's word. Do what it says. Otherwise, you are fooling yourself. So quick reminder, fam, there's 10 more weeks to the end of the year. I repeat, there's 10 more weeks to the end of the year. And I know many of you, we want to end this year strong. So screenshot this. Um, here's some ideas you could do in 10 weeks. You could invite a friend to church, right? We have three more services. Plus online. Online is easy peasy. His webinar, they could watch this in their Cookie Monster pajama pants and an old gym shirt from from uh, John Dewey High School, right? And so, invite a friend to come to church. You could do that before ten weeks. You could read three books of the Bible. You could read Ephesians, Colossians, and the,
1: and the book of
0: Mark, right? You could read those three books before the end of the year. You can listen to 10 sermons before the end of the year. You can lose five pounds, right? Before the end of the year, it's 10 weeks. And I know some of you are like, yo, Pastor, you don't know. You don't know the way my mind. I'm built different. I could lose 20 pounds. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Right? You could lose five pounds. And if you lose more, praise them. It's like it's like the chicken nugget miracle. Uh, you could organize your space. You could create a weekly schedule. You could update your resume and your LinkedIn. You could familiarize yourselves with banking tools. You can set up an automatic savings plan and an automatic giving plan. Before you set up a tithely automatic giving plan, I beg you to set up an automatic savings plan. Do it together, right? Don't just give automatically without saving automatically. Do both. We could walk and chew gum at the same time. Glory! All right, all right, all right, all right. Getting too excited. So we're gonna have a snapshot of the last ten sermons. I'm gonna preach all ten sermons. Now I'm gonna just look at it real quick. I can't. I can't even do it. I don't know. I don't know how these other pastors could preach an hour. All right, Sunday, August thirteenth, we talked about thrive together, family matters. August twentieth, we talked about elevate your standards, becoming unstoppable standard bearer. That was that was kind of a lot. August twenty seventh, an in person service. We talked about understanding time cycles and strategies for kingdom success, which was kind of prophetic. But September third, we talked about a sermon on labor. On September tenth, we talked about Jesus, our humble King. I have a typo there. Uh, a call September seventeenth, a call to listen. September twenty fourth, which was an in person service, I believe. A stay, and I talked about stay courage, stay in vision. October 1st, dreams need a team. October 8th, the blessings of giving. And October 15th, don't stop moving forward, right? And then my wife, oh, I wish I would have took a picture. She did kind of like her own personalized sermon notes on this big poster board. And I mean, I was encouraged to see that um, for don't stop moving forward. So let's let's you know like I, I told you about moving forward tenfold 10 step weeks forward. Let's look at 10 weeks back really quick, right? So on August 13th, I preached a sermon called Thrive together. family matters. I believe family oh, is so important. You know what's the I, I say this thing to the, to the kid to the youth um
1: like Jesus saves.
0: Like it's, it's like Jesus saves, education is the key, and family matters, right? And so understand, in this economy, Social Security may not be like in full effect in 10, 20 years. I have a feeling, and I could be wrong, that many of us are going to have to live to retire in batches with our family, which is not the worst thing. Only America tells you to leave at 18 and be on your own because they want more consumers, but we have to strengthen our family bonds because we may need to join forces in the future, right? So challenges, modern family faces challenges such as easy divorce, technology-induced isolation, challenges that come with uh, mandatory due income household, right, before it was a one-income household. Now, landlords charge rents and mortgages and everything with the assumption is due income houses, that's why these a lot of my, my single brothers and sisters need roommates. Uh, and then also the uh, affecting cultural value of the decline of the importance of traditional marriage. So we looked at the scripture, 1 Timothy 5.8, but those who won't care for their relatives, especially those in their own household, have denied the true faith. Such people are worse than unbelievers. So the big idea, as we said, is lead by example if you're a Christian or your family, lead by example, Right? pray before you eat, don't gossip, don't fight your drunk uncle, (laughs) lead by example. Another idea is curate conversations, right, especially with your kiddos, conversations about your moral framework, conversations about the glory of God, and I can't stress this enough, get yourself, uh, and we gave it away in church oftentimes, I'll buy another batch, 365 Children's Bible stories that parents could read. Listen, reading to your kid, especially if they're a little kiddo, is so important. But reading Bible stories, man, that's feeding two birds with one bread, <laughs> right? You're feeding their faith and you're feeding their brain. So please curate conversations and read to your cur- kiddos. And even with adults, you can curate conversations. Like, hey guys, can we talk about really quick what God has done for you in the last three weeks? Or oh, guys, can we read this scripture kind of like break it down together? Stop being scared. Families could argue about politics. Families could argue about fantasy football. But families should be able to talk about the Lord. Um, We talked about the power of prayer. And we talked about the four C's we got to watch out for. Criticism, comparison, complaining, and contentious, argumentative, antisocial behavior. So screenshot this. We remind you in Summit, we're not trying to replace your blood family, but to enhance your life by giving you a faith family and um, to
1: encourage you to be a salt and light. All right, friends, screenshot this one too.
0: August 20th, we said, elevate your standards. There's text scripture was 1 Corinthians 11, 1, And you should imitate me just as I imitate Christ. So we talked about raising our standards to achieve excellence, right? Um, there, there's a standard that you accept, and we have to raise that standard, right? Um, and our level of income and relationships and health are a reflection of our standards, our habits, our connections, and our sense of self-deservingness and understanding of our identity in Christ, Um So we must turn our shoulds into musts to avoid the trap of entropy and attrition. That means there's a natural force that makes us go backwards, right? Right? If you don't touch, if you don't clean your house, it's naturally going to get messy. The house is not naturally going to clean itself. (laughs) Uh, And the sermon explored some exemplars in scriptures and philosophy, right? And we talked about raising the standards in our life. August twenty seventh, we talked about understanding the time cycles and strategies. So, screenshot this. We a text scripture was Galatians six nine. Do not so let's not get tired of doing what is good just at the right time. We will reap a harvest harvest of blessings if we don't give up. And we talked about the cycles and history and patterns. We talked about the connection between Abraham Lincoln and Kennedy's assassination. We talked about how certain biblical. Um, figures were present during drama and cycles of history right noah like you think you had it bad noah had nine foot demons walking around right like the Nephilim walking around it was wild right uh, noah abraham he had to pray for sodom and sodom we talked about his intercession uh, elijah's boldness in the face of burnout and jesus triumph on the mount of hermon uh, which is like a symbol over the authority of darkness because uh, Jewish commentary will say Mount Hermon is where the fallen angels came down from. So Jesus went and reclaimed that spot. It was kind of like, what now? Like in your face? It was deep. Um, So the sermon went into the concept of cycles, offering lessons from Noah, Abraham, Elijah, and Jesus. Uh, and we remember Jeremiah twenty nine eleven that beautiful scripture, right? I know the plans I have for you, the plans to prosper you. That came while they were in exile in Babylonian territory. And he says, while you're in exile, get a house, get a family, you know, have babies. And you know how babies are made, right? Uh, make your yard nice. Um, pray for the success of the government that you're under, have your kids marry other kids in the faith because I'm coming to, for your breakthrough. And so align yourself, alignment for assignment, alignment for your prophetic assignment. So some of us, we feel like Christians are in like a political cultural exile but it doesn't mean you just sit there and cry and put your head in the sand it means you still build your family you still build your faith you pray for eric adams you pray for joe biden you 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 go to job you go to your job you pay your little bills because you know that our breakthrough is coming because jesus is coming back for a glorious church not a church hallelujah you can't be all excited right just screenshot this stop playing All right, September 3rd, we talked about a sermon on labor. Proverbs 21, five says, a good planning a hard work leads to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty.
1: Okay, that was hardcore.
0: Um, And so we talked about the objective of work and how you have to uh, do everything unto the Lord and how the Trinity worked and creation and redemption We talked about six reasons to work, which which includes identity, meaning, witness, family, finance, impact. Um, We looked at an acronym of work. And so, um, yeah, I pray that your work life got a little bit better in reflecting on God's will
1: and ways of, uh, of labor.
0: On September 10th, we talk about Jesus, our humble king. We talked about from Philippians chapter two, we talked about how Jesus came from a background of humility, upbringing and poverty. Uh, He was like a refugee, asylum seeker in Egypt. Um, He came from a lowly place. Some theologians say his work may have been sometimes in certain seasons, he would stand in a certain place to get work like a day laborer, right? And you know, sometimes we see our brothers and sisters in, in like Lowe's and Home Depot, and a lot of times society don't think highly of those people, but we don't realize there's a good chance that the, the human face of God lived the same way. And so if Jesus could live in humble circumstances, amidst gossip, amidst assassination attempts, and poverty, and moving here from there, and staying focused as an example for you and I, right? And so the sermon focused on Jesus our humble king emphasizing his humble family background upbringing um and just to see like as an inspiration to us this is who he can relate to us right and that we need to tap into the power of the holy spirit so like Jesus we could overcome some of these challenges in our life all the while giving God the glory for our story September, uh, September 17th there was a sermon a call to listen right we talked about um, listening to God's guidance, lowering the the noise in your life, in your life, lowering your metronome. You know, sometimes you're on the cell phone. It's like a cell phone. There's certain spots in my house I could hear. Uh, people better, and that there's certain ways that we live that we can hear God better, right, and so we have to align our life to listen, and then we talk about the practical sense of listening, right, learning to really listen, not just waiting for your turn to talk, learning to listen for the unexpressed needs, concerns, and situations around you, so you can be a blessing, and you can have pattern recognition, and you can discern what God wants to do in your life, in your your circumstances. So screenshot this.
1: I'm almost done. September
0: 24th in our in-person service, we talked about stay, right? Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith we talked about stay encouraged when lifting up your hand, stay equipped, looking at a book, and stay in vision with the binoculars, right? So st- stay encouraged. Anchor yourself in Christ. Stay equipped. Keep on learning. And stay in vision, right? Have that vision of heaven. Have your 10-year goals, your 5-year goals, your 1-year goal ahead of you. You
1: screenshot this? Good.
0: October 1st, we talked about dreams need a team, right? You need a team. You need to 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 really operate and stay connected to the church team, to the board, to what we're doing. We have this hybrid schedule to make it easy. I want to see all you guys this Sunday. Right? Because we're part of your faith team. But then you also need your family team. You need to know whatever union you have, to know um, your elected official around you, whatever it have God has put you on a few teams and you don't even realize it. Like if you have a kid on school, your PTA is your team, your SOT is your team. You have to understand that God has put certain things when He wants to bless you, He often
1: uses a person or a team.
0: So we talked about the need for believers to work in harmony with others, to recognize that their dreams are a a part of God's kingdom expansion. And we looked at some big ideas to um, honor your faith team, right? honor your pastors, honor the board that that leaves this church, to identify your network, to expand your network. Do you know the name of your primary care physician? Do you know how to contact your insurance? Do you know how to contact your landlord, how to contact your bank? Do you have a banker? And so we have to start thinking smart, fam, and, uh, and having a team. Because that's how Jesus started his ministry. He started his ministry. He didn't float, right? He didn't he did do like, here's a million dollars for everybody. He started with 12 apostles. Even Jesus, even God had a team.
1: Praise the Lord. And then even in the Old Testament, it was tribes. Some of
0: you guys are a little too antisocial. And then we talk about the blessing of giving, that God is a giver, that we have to surrender our life and live in obedience, even when it hurts, to embrace a supernatural lifestyle of prayer and praise and trusting in God and simplicity and humility, coming against materialism, keep it up with the Joneses. Envy, all these things that the enemy's trying to sprinkle in. He's trying to redefine success. We have to ins- we have to inspect our inspiration and audit our ambition. And that giving is an act of worship that mirrors God's generosity. Amen. So screenshot this. And then last week we're done. We talked about don't stop moving forward. Right, we're running this race, run to win. Get rid of all those secret sins that are holding you back. Run to win, right? Strive for victory, right? In your area of your faith, your finances, your fitness, and your family, right? Write, that, write, write those things out. Faith, fitness, finance, and family. And ask God to help you elevate those four Fs right? How are you going to elevate your faith? Ask the Holy Spirit to help you with your Bible reading plan and a prayer list, right? Your fitness, right? Walk 7,000 steps a day. I don't know, but you have to seek the Lord and operate in your compa- current capacity with p- persistence and consistency, consistency, right? And we have to continue to move forward because attrition and entropy is real, we got to run
1: with endurance. All right, we're done.
0: All right, Proverbs twelve twenty seven Again, you caught this game. You have this, this meat, right? Like, like the prophet Samuel, when he met with Saul to announce he was a king, he told his chef, prepare that, that, that meat, the special meat. I'm giving you meat for your soul, for your mind. We have to eat. And we have to continue to grow, glow, and flow with the Holy Spirit. A lazy person doesn't even cook the game they catch, but the diligent make use of everything they find. As we cherish the sermon from the Holy Spirit University, right? Everybody talking about Holy Ghost Hospital, but it's also a Holy Ghost University of life, of an abundant life. We find the tools to actualize our full redemptive potential. These messages grant us prophetic insight, cultivating an aristocratic soul that who we, we know is sons and daughters of God that are friends of God, that willfully serve and sacrifice with a smile. Right? Uh, so we have an uh, aristocratic soul with a warrior's heart, prophetic mind aristocratic soul with a warrior's heart. We are called to navigate life as more than conquerors, content but never complacent. Let us rise, lift as we climb, live sanctified lives of sacrificial services, serv- service unto the Lord and doing so with a joyful smile. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. And we know there's 10 more weeks ahead of us. We want to end strong individually and collectively and as a church. Father, we look back at these 10 sermons and I pray, Lord God, that you give inspiration and importation a divine um, invitation to these people watching, Lord God, to live at a new level of faith, focus, and fruit in our lives. Envision us for something greater. Envision us, Lord, that we don't need dollars
1: for dignity, that we will walk around with dignity,
0: knowing who we are, whose we are, where we're going. Bless your people in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.
1: Praise the Lord.